We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks because they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hello and welcome to the Flat 29 Fashion Collection. First up, Catwalk Charlie. Who are you wearing? This week, I'm wearing a natty three-piece tweed suit from Tailors of Savile Row. And Rich Jeans Rich. Who are you wearing? I'm wearing a two-piece onesie. And my name's Designer Dan, and I've been wearing a dressing gown all day. This is the Flat 29 Big Book of Everything chapter on fashion. Podcast. Yesterday I bought some black jeans. Hey, how do you feel? I feel really good. When I'm in them, I feel like I'm some sort of rock star god. Do you like to stand in front of the mirror when you get new clothes and just look at yourself for a while? Yeah, I do, yeah. (laughs) And I've just thought about it. The problem with buying jeans is... um, when you try them on, you're just sort of walking and strutting slightly. Strutting, of course. Whatever area you're in. But then yeah. the real test is when you get them out in the real world and you actually have to walk around and sit down in them. But you don't do that, do you, like, when you buy them? I reckon you should be able to loan jeans for a day just to see how they work in the real world. Yeah, I do. And then you I can do. return them. Well, I think the changing rooms should be more real world. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. Maybe it's just like a bench and a small walking walkway. Like a... It's like, there's like a stimulated street that you have to kind of try and navigate. I think there should be some judgmental teenagers uh, sitting on a bench. And so when you walk past them, if they say nothing or just something like, oh, you're gay, that's fine. But if they actually mention a specific item of clothing on you, then you can't buy that item of clothing. That's a good idea, actually. It's a bit like X Factor. <laughs> and but with uh, judgmental teenagers instead of judgmental old people judgmental teenagers but um <laughs> when you go into the changing rooms it's just like a normal changing rooms you go out the other door and that is a right. door on the street so it's a bit like narnia what you're saying is there should be narnia yeah, yeah. basically narnia. <laughs> narnia what sort of um budget do you imagine these clothes shop have rich <laughs> actually it's mr ben isn't it it's mr ben going into the changing room is, to try on his mr. fancy ben. dress outfit yeah. and going yeah. off and having an adventure to test out the outfit <laughs> oh i like the idea of having an adventure in the outfits like maybe you have to slay a dragon <laughs> <laughs> what if you get all gunk on your jeans and then oh you've got to buy them now you've slain a dra- slain slain a dragon Slain. Slain a, slayed a dragon. Slayed? I don't know. Slayed. Yeah. They're the Christmas band, aren't they? But what about the past <laughs> tense? I slayed a dragon. I am slaying a dragon. I slew a dragon. I slew a dragon. I sloved that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? How did we get here? How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's leave the dragons then. <laughs> let's leave Let's leave the dragons It's too complicated. Now. It's too grammatically complicated. So, would you guys consider yourselves fashionable then? Do you think you're fashionable men? I'm not fashionable. Oh, come on, Rich. You're putting yourself down. You look great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm glad you (laughs) noticed. Um, What's your style, do you think? Have you got a look? Recently, it's jeans and a polo shirt. Um, I'm not a shirt wearer that much, but I'd like to get into that. 
So if anyone's yeah, well, listening and wants to send in some shirts... What size are you? What's your colour size? Um, I don't know my colour size, but if you're going to some sort of trendy fashionista shop on the high street, I'd probably be a medium. I tell you what, I do know my collar size, but through massive trial and error. So I've got so many shirts, all different collar sizes, till I finally found the one I'm going for, which incidentally is 15 and a half. I think I'm a 15 and a half. Hey, we've got the same neck. High five. <laughs> I think they should label clothes instead of actual precise measurements, just like average fat. Yeah, I was going to say, they pretty much do do that, Rich. They're called medium and large. I know. <laughs> I think it should be more to the point and maybe that would kick the obesity problem in the UK. <laughs> maybe, like, um, the size could be, like, embroidered on all the clothes you wear. In massive letters so everyone can see. Yeah. I don't like this idea anymore. <laughs> the, more I, the more I listen to myself, the more I feel like I'm some sort of uh, dictator. <laughs> Sounds really horrible, and I'm, I don't condone it at all. Wow, that was the quickest turnaround in policy <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> what about you then, Charlie? Have you got a uh, particular look? Um, I can answer that for you, Dan. Public schoolboy. <laughs> through and through. That's not... Jumpers and shirts combinations. Shirts with, like, big collars and... Um... Yeah, he wears a blazers, smoking jacket. And a cravat. Don't forget the cravat. That's an important part of my ensemble. And a trendy monocle, even though he doesn't need one. Monocles are making a comeback. 2010 is the year of the monocle. Is that the Chinese uh, New Year? <laughs> I, got, I got some junk mail the other day, and it was for... Um some really fancy clothes shop with everything that was vastly overpriced and on the front it, in huge letters it says 2010 year of the monocle <laughs> Charlie <laughs> you live in such a fucking posh village I get letters from uh, like pizza delivery people <laughs> you get monocle shops <laughs> no it's like you could buy a monocle with a case for it to go in so you know make sure you could wander around with it, it was you know when you go in somewhere like Top Man and they because I went recently they have these fashion glasses oh glasses with no actual lenses yeah yeah, they're just big, big black rims. They should do that mm. with monocles. <laughs> Fashion monocle. Are monocles even prescription anyway? Like, what are they for? Because well, there's no point in having a prescription monocle over one no, eye. No, they're like those magnifying glasses that you get. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, but I have amazing vision. <laughs> I can see so well. <laughs> I always have fun with uh, my girlfriend when she forgets her glasses and always goes things like, can you read that sign over there? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> easily. No problem at all. <laughs> What do you think has been your least fashionable clothing purchase in recent years? Oh, a few years ago, I bought uh, an array of Hawaiian-type shirts <laughs> to go to Greece in. An array is the correct um, collective term <laughs> for uh, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you bought those actually to go to Greece yeah. in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, looking back in some of the photographs, I'm not proud. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some of those photos. I think um, I've got, certainly in recent years, I've bought quite a lot of what I like to call round-the-house clothes. <laughs> okay. Because if you come home from work, you don't want to sit around in your shirt and tie, yes. so you want to change, but you're not going to leave the house for the evening, so there's no point in wearing anything nice. You might as well save that to when you're going out somewhere. So exactly. just some clothes that's specifically for around the house. So I'm talking uh, Primark tracksuit bottoms. I've yeah. bought quite a few of those. Well, you name me, I'm a long-time 
wine connoisseur of the lounge trouser. Oh, of course, lounge trousers. How could I forget? When uh, we lived together, I had a excellent pair of kind of velvet lounge trousers. Do you guys remember those? Yeah, I, I do. do now. I do. Didn't you wear them out once? I did wear them out <laughs> once, yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing day. <laughs> I think I even wore them on like a night out or something. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good experiment, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have this kind of thing, the round the house clothes. Uh, a good experiment into perception of your own character, really. It's sort of a philosophical experiment almost, is to wear your round the house clothes out and see how it affects people, how they talk to you and how they perceive you in a group. Yeah, I'd talk down to you if I noticed you were wearing lounge trousers outside. <laughs> you would, I know you, you would. You wouldn't be allowed into Tesco if you wore them. That's true, isn't it? That's something we should talk about. Earlier in the week there was a story, wasn't there, about um, Tesco's not allowing people in in sleeping wear anymore, which is an absolute disaster. Really? They've got a sign-up, polite notice, saying that you can't wear them around the shop. And that is a nightmare. I can't believe it, because it's good to pop to Tesco's in your slippers, surely. What do you think is the least amount of clothes that you could get away with wearing to Tesco? So the fewest items. As long as all your genitalia are covered up, it's okay. Genitalia and creases, so that includes your ass, obviously. Would you class... I'd class ass as genitalia, but I guess it isn't. It's not really, is it? What is the the classification of an ass? I think it's its own entity. (laughs) It's a separate group. Yeah. But I think you could probably get away with wearing... Because like you say, you just need to cover something up. But I think a sort of challenge would be to wear the fewest items. Because obviously you could cover everything with just pants and a t-shirt but that's two separate items i think a coat a quite long coat would do like everything fascist, mac is that what you're saying <laughs> i guess i am i didn't really think of it like that but i guess i am saying that yes you could just wear a bin bag couldn't you <laughs> holes for your arms holes for your head done holes for your cock <laughs> Oh, no, you, you need something for your feet. You need something for your feet to go into Tesco, don't you? More bin bags or sandwich bags. You could sell a tape, the paper to your foot. What what section? Fashion. The sports section. Oh no, okay, sports section to your feet because that's like football and stuff. Um, fashion supplement around your uh, genitals. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, maybe the money section around it's, your no, it's, genitals. It's the family section goes around your genitals. <laughs> yes. That could be a bit wrong as well. <laughs> Depends what the picture was on the front of the family section, to be honest. And then any pictures of, like, faces. I mean, this is straying into another area, yeah. but I like to. In the Guardian Weekend supplement, when they have an interview, they'll quite often put a full-page picture of that person's face. And I like to cut that out and make it into a mask. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> quite frequently, I've wandered around the house house uh, looking like Harriet Harman. <laughs> it's great fun. Totally recommend it. It's time for another Flat 29 hit. A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit. Damn girl, you're looking flat 25. But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes. When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes. And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes. And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes. Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes. Flat 20 Rhymes is the section where, in the week, we've done you a song about the topic we're talking about. So this week's song, Fashion, I put together just a very short song with a few fashion tips. Here we go. Hello, I'm Bruce Marshall, fashion designer and Emmy Award-nominated costume designer, here today to show you an example of how it feels to dress for a rave. That's right, a rave party. 
So basically, you want to be prepared for whatever's going down. So basically, it's going to be a nighttime affair, so you know it gets cool. So sometimes you want to have a little something to warm it up a bit, warm it up a bit. And basically, when you had a rave, warm it up a bit, warm it up a bit. That's right, a rave party. But you never know, because it is a rave, and it's still about being comfortable and having a good time, but it's pretty much young and modern with a lot of trends. So go ahead, put it on, go out, party all night long. And basically, when you're at a rave, That's right, a rave party. Now remember, it's a rave, which means it's a party where you're planning on having a whole lot of fun. You're gonna sweat a lot, you're gonna work it out, you're gonna be hot, you're gonna be cold, you're gonna go through a whole lot of emotions for that evening. And you wanna be prepared and be dressed for it. I like that. Where the hell did you get that from? (laughs) Just some tips there on how to dress for a rave. Well, it's basically a clip from YouTube of some fashion tips, but kind of set to music. Ah, he he was loving it, wasn't he? He was was loving it. I really like the way he talks about raves. (laughs) It just made me laugh. That's right, a rave party. (laughs) (laughs) And the bit where he just goes, so basically, when you have a rave, (laughs) I'm having a rave. I thought for a rave you had to wear like crazy like pink leg warmers and a t-shirt with a smiley face on it. That's a That's 90s, 90s rave. 90s rave, mate. Ah, I'm thinking of a rave. You're behind the times, Rich. Ah, sorry. Um, so, this is a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Let's went in So, it's inevitable. Flat 29 are going to get their own clothing range. What's it going to feature? Hats. Hats! <laughs> what kind of hats? I don't know. Ones that you can attach beer cans to. <laughs> Novelty beer man hats. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, f- I feel we should put some thought into this. Isn't, you know, the whim that I want at the moment is not suitable for our... I think it's we has got to be on a whim. Oh. I think we should have, you know, these Australian hats with the corks on them. Okay, yeah. Instead of corks, which are relatively unuseful. And yeah. like you could attach your belongings to bits of string on the hat. <laughs> Very light belongings. <laughs> no, not. That's the whole point. I want a big heavy wallet on there. Oh, right. Okay. But if you put a big heavy wallet on the front, you'd have to put something of equal weight on the back to balance it out. You just have to have two wallets and spread your money between them evenly. Exactly. You have to... And then if you spend some money, you'll have to spend exactly the same amount from the back wallet. <laughs> it's going to require a lot of maths. Well, have physics fashion. It'll be good. You have to spend hours doing complex maths and balancing before you can wear the outfit. <laughs> Instead of um, wallets, just hang your individual pieces of money from the cork strings. So as well as yeah. being easy access to your money, so you've got like a fiver in front of your face, that kind of thing status yeah exactly it's a status symbol and practical yeah and um, you'd have a little sort of reference for historic figures just around your head wouldn't you but only a very limited amount <laughs> right yeah if you want to know what Charles Darwin looks like you can get at him quite quickly yeah or Robert Louis <laughs> Stevenson and <laughs> yeah. uh, the Queen you'll never forget the Queen alright well what about masks of our of our faces yeah, that'd be cool. I think cool. people would want that. That sounds like something that would sell well. It would be good for um, people who are interested in identity fraud. Yes. Who do you think would be most popular, though, on the 
<laughs> That's an interesting question. Um, Can we put it to a listener vote? <laughs> which yeah. mask? Who would you want us to have a mask on? <laughs> okay, I like that. All right, let's create a poll. Who of us... Our polls are very self-indulgent. They are. Uh, <laughs> it's basically, let's just stop being around the bush. Who do you like better? <laughs> who is it? Who do you like best? No, who would you rather have a mask of their face? <laughs> All right, okay, we'll go with that. Who would you rather have a mask of your face? And the best one we will put into production... So, uh, and you can see our faces. I'll put up some pictures of our faces if you haven't seen them on um, our website and on our Facebook group. So you can see what we look like and then, yeah, choose whose face you want to have over your face. Now, I can think of a problem about this section already. So can I. Well, Dan is in charge of the photos. And exactly. I know for a fact there's some very unflattering photos that he has. Yeah, we have to be able to approve the photos first. No deal. <laughs> That's what I get my rights as an editor <laughs> <laughs> means i get that executive control <laughs> speaking of voting actually i have a bone to pick with the listeners now i'm sorry about this listeners but this has gone too far now <laughs> stop voting in our expired poll <laughs> we had a poll a little while ago about uh, an election thing and the poll closed we did the results it was fine and i even changed i couldn't actually close the poll but i changed all the results so they were like sorry this poll is closed but since then we've had at least four or five votes of people voting poll is closed <laughs> and it's just getting out of hand so stop doing that, listeners, all right? <laughs> Can I have a gigabyte of your sandwich? Upload it to my stomach, if you please. Uh, everyone's got a lot of embarrassing clothes they wore when they were younger. What sort of things did you guys wear that you're particularly not so proud of nowadays? Um, just when I've seen my baby pictures, I was dressed up like a girl in general. What did your parents want a girl and they were just making the best of a bad job? Well, it's funny you should say that because, like... <laughs> My um, grandma was yeah. um, so sure that I was going to be a girl that she went out and bought loads of girls' things, including <laughs> a girl's... That was a bold move. I love it. <laughs> including a girl's christening gown, and I've been christened... I was christened in You were a, christened a girl? With, <laughs> yeah, basically I was christened as a girl, because they were Aww. like, ah, oh, you know, don't upset her. But babies are basically, for all intents and purposes, the same, aren't they, boys and girls? So you can get away with that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. When I was younger, I was my favourite teacher was this guy called Mr Vaughan. He was lovely. He was my teacher when I was about in year three or something, and he was my hero. You gay? And I <laughs> and basically I'm gay now. I he was brilliant though. He was so nice and helpful and lovely. And so I got a jumper which was identical to a jumper that he would wear, <laughs> but um, in a small child size. He obviously got one from the adult section, and they had sort of almost replica ones when children's section so I got one like that it was sort of um, black with yellow spots on it and I always used to call it my Mr Vaughan jumper mum can I wear my Mr Vaughan jumper today yay <laughs> it was brilliant oh my god that's, that's slightly creepy <laughs> no come on I think we better cut this bit out <laughs> it's gonna be cute <laughs> <laughs> when I was thinking of that story again, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, oh, that's an adorable story. That'll be a heartwarming section to the podcast. <laughs> and you guys are all creeped out by it. Why? <laughs> I forgot to say, um, I uh, used to wear those pop-up, poppered trousers. 
Oh, cool. Oh, oh, down the side. Oh, no. I loved those poppers. Yeah. I never did you used those. to. Um, did you used to unpop them? Yeah, because we used to do it because I used to play a lot of football down the park when I was younger. And we sure, used and to wear them with shorts underneath. Ah. So we'd walk down in our cool popper trousers and then go... <laughs> And uh, we were in our shorts. Is there a synchronised? Just like line the team up and go one, two, three. <laughs> Puff off the trousers. That would intimidate your opponents, I think, wouldn't it? I think all clothes should have like an easily pop offable option if you wanted to take them off in that way. A pop off so, crotch. Pop off crotch. <laughs> no, not just the crotch. Well, that would be handy. An anal pop off um, flap. Cro- <laughs> clothes do have a pop off crotch, though, don't they? It's just the yeah, fly, no, isn't it? yeah, but that's not poppers. But it? you want that. On around the back as well, <laughs> an anal flight. An anal flight. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Anal flight. <laughs> anal fly is my favourite metal band. We could take that to you, Dragon's Den, couldn't we? A zip in the back of your pants and your trousers. Banner time would just look at you and go, "I'm out." I'm mute. <laughs> and uh, the other guy, the guy who does those stupid money supermarket adverts, would look at you and say. I'm interested. Tell me more. <laughs> champs and champs, champs and champs. It's time to figure out who is a champ or a chump. Champ. Champs and chumps is the section where I'm going to ask some questions to Rich and Charlie to determine which one of them will be the champ and which one of them will be the chump. Now, so far in Champs and Chumps, quick history overview, Charlie's won absolutely every single time. <laughs> so we need to sort that out. So this week, Rich, I am rooting for you, okay? Thanks. I think this is unfair. <laughs> this chapter's Champs and Chumps is about fashion acronyms. Okay. So the sort of thing I'm talking about is, do, do you know the acronym? LBD Little Black Dress dress. Little Black Dress exactly and there's quite a lot of these kind of acronyms uh, which refer to a certain thing about fashion now I've got some which are real proper fashion acronyms and some which I've made up so I want you to tell me whether it's real or made up you can have a bit of a guess and see what the acronym might stand for but the points are for whether it's real or made up right Rich let's go for you first okay VPL I know this one. It's visible yep. panty line. Correct. Hell yeah. Um, okay, Charlie. Uh, UTF. Uh, UTF. I'm going to go with false. And it stands for under the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually false. So yes, correct. That is the point. Uh, but it actually stands for unpredictable trouser fastening. Oh, nice. I think that should be a more common use. Yeah, it should. Uh, Any of these which you want to use in everyday uh, language, please do. Your next one is VPH. Oh, God. Um, My guess is that it's false. And my guess of what it is is a visible pants hatch. (laughs) Uh, well you're correct it is false and it actually stands for visible pubic hair so that is not true that's not a popular fashion acronym okay charlie otk um i'm gonna go for true and it stands for something like over the knee or something like that Correct, over the oh knee. Absolutely God. right. What a guess? How do oh, you know that? I don't know. They're complete, complete <laughs> guess. <laughs> okay, Rich. Here's yours. Uh, WFH. Um, I think it's 
I think it's I think it's true, and I, right. but I don't know what it is. Okay, it is unfortunately false, uh, and it stands for wildly flamboyant hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, Charlie, ICS. ICS. Um, Institute of Customer Service. I'm going to go with it's false, and it stands for intermittent cunt shaving. <laughs> In- intermittent uh, colour fast shirt. <laughs> How can a shirt be intermittently colour fast? I, I don't Love know. Um, uh, you're right, it is false, but it stands for impractical canvas shoes, which is what I love to wear. <laughs> so <laughs> I think after all that, it was inevitable, really. Charlie has won yes! again. I can't Go believe me. it. Go How me. are you so good Go at me. all of these things? Because these are things which are basically just down to luck, surely. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. Like, I seem to know everything. Can, but you still do it. I'm getting furious about this, Charlie. <laughs> it's gone beyond a joke. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy with yourself. I I'm actually happy, that's made my day. Charlie's a champ, Rich is a chump, and now we know exactly who is a chump, Rich. So it's now time for our regular interview section where we speak to an expert in the field we're talking about. So I'm joined now by Colin and Matt from the Colin and Matt Show podcast. Hello, Colin. Hello there. Hello, Matt. Hello. Hello, Colin and Matt. Hello. Hello, hey. So, you guys have been podcasting now for almost three years, uh, built up a loyal listenership, and have even picked up some award nominations. Yeah. Now, how much of this success do you think is down to your amazing fashion sense? It, it might have, but I think it was more down to the fact our videos on YouTube of us doing exercise. Well, this is something I wanted to ask you about, actually. So, uh, I just wanted to ask you about something called the sauna suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what is the sauna suit, then? How does it work? How does it work? Well, you, you trap yourself in it and then after about two minutes you're dripping in sweat and apparently that's good for you is it so this is a good look for just around the town well as you can see if you watch the video which we use to advertise the sauna suit you can see it's it's great for any kind of everyday activity including press-ups washing up uh sleeping showering yeah sometimes on a weekend i wake up and i just think you know what i fancy a sweat day (laughs) and and it's it's perfect for that really as we like to call them sauna suit sundays Excellent. That sounds like an amazing time in your house. Have you both got one? Uh, we have to share it, which is quite cosy at times. I was going to say. Sometimes I just wear the pants and he wears the top. And then, we, then we'll just swap halfway through the day. Yeah, yeah, just rotate during the day. It's a good mix. Cool. So now um, now your sort of fashion expertise has been established in the minds of the listeners. I've just got some more sort of general fashion questions. Okay. So uh, first off, who do you think would win in a fight, Dolce or Cabana? Oh... Well, well, Cabana sounds hard. He but. does, but I've got an inside track on uh, Dolce, and apparently he's been training pretty hard. Has he? Yeah, he's also got fashionable boxing mitts. <laughs> Those always help. Okay, what, uh, in your opinion, is better, clothes or no clothes? Oh, well, in a general sense, that, that's a tough call. I mean, if I it's was, a big question. If I was to like go twenty-four hours in a day, either wearing clothes or not wearing clothes, I think it, it'd have to be, have to be no clothes. It would, wouldn't it? I think the uh, yeah, the nighttime hours would probably outstrip the others. Well, not just that, but what if you chose something which really wasn't fashionable? Surely, no clothes is better than looking unfashionable. But you've got a very unfashionable body. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so unfortunately, your body's so two thousand and eight. Oh, <laughs> where I'm two thousand and eight. <laughs> so, what's the most fashionable body you can imagine? What's the body of two thousand and ten? 
Um, oh, it's, it's all about... Um, two legs and two arms. And fake boobs. Mm. Definitely. It's a good heads. look. On men? Yeah, yeah head, hair bands. Oh, uh, they're definitely, definitely in. Um, yeah. Apparently, wearing women's clothing, if you're a man, that's that's going to be big in 2010, we've heard. <laughs> cool. Um, so, are turtleneck jumpers cruel to turtles? And if so, why haven't they been banned or at least targeted by an RSPCA advertising campaign? No one likes turtles. I mean, we all kind of like to see them in pain. There's four turtles I like. Four turtles? Yeah. Oh, of course. Donatello. And the other one. And Raphael. If they were used by the RSPCA for this advertising campaign, they might get a bit more sympathy, maybe. The thing is with turtles is, like, you've got... you can use the, the shell for um, for Mario Kart. Uh, for Mario Kart. <laughs> and then you can also have a, have yourself a nice turtle soup. Ooh. I hear that's tasty. These a turtleneck soup. <laughs> there we go. Nothing like turtle stock to bring around a meal. Turtle stock? Isn't that a festival? Uh, it was. <laughs> it, it got banned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cruelty to turtles. So, um, so when you need to go to the shops in the morning uh, to get some milk and you're not yet dressed, what do you think is the minimum number of items of clothing that you can get away with to, say, go to like a local newsagent? One. One. What's that? What item? Plastic band counted one because what I would suggest is, <laughs> is like putting a sock around private parts, but obviously... Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not big enough to fill a sock, so I'd have to use an elastic band just to keep it tied there. You can fill with half <laughs> socks, don't put yourself down. Well, that's without the ankle bit. I'd still need some, I, I just haven't got the girth, an <laughs> elastic band to, to really tie it up, and then, then I could walk down the shops like that, it's no bother. <laughs> and that's something you do on a regular basis, or uh, just a you know, special well, occasion? Not regularly, I mean, we're, we're not stupid, when we go to the shops we'll get a six-piner, so we can last a while. But yeah. yeah, good call. About once a week. <laughs> Um, so, what is going to be the hottest item this summer? Uh, lava. <laughs> yes, correct. And finally, just the, the future of fashion. So, we've discussed what's going to be hot in 2010, but what about 10, 20, 100 years down the line? How do you think these fashion trends are going to pan out? Uh, they, I imagine the, they've reached the point now. I mean, like Lady Gaga has pretty much reached, like, pushed fashion to its extreme. So, they're going right. to have to start going backwards. And, ah. and so we'll be in like in the 90s next decade and then the 80s the decade after. We've already done the 80s. We're, we're, we're I was going to say, isn't that now? But then if we revisit 20, the, the 2000s, we're back in the 80s, but a, a, like a bad photocopy of oh, the 80s. That's, that's too You're going to get so some sort of feedback. It's like VHS tape, and eventually the quality is going to be so bad, we're just all naked. Excellent. Thank you very much, Colin and Matt. Congratulations. And you can hear Colin and Matt's podcast by going to www.thecolinandmattshow.co.uk or syndicated on the internet radio site Netradio UK on Monday nights at 8. Send us an email. Podcast at flat29.com. 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 Do you guys enjoy going to the hairdressers? A trip to the hairdressers? What do you think? Not really. I mean... No? I'm only in there 20 minutes. Yeah, quick. In and out. I like doing that now as well. Blink and I'll miss it. Yeah. (laughs) I went through a stage of going to wildly overpriced hairdressers uh, like Tony and Guy because I do like the sort of ceremony around the haircut. (laughs) Yeah. They don't just just cut your hair. You come in, they give you uh, a cup of tea and GQ magazine (laughs) and um, you read through and look at all the fashionable men and think, oh, I'd like to look like that fashionable man. And then they wash your hair for you and give you 
you a head massage. Right. And only after all that sort of foreplay do you actually get down to the meat of the haircutting. <laughs> what do you ask for when you go to the haircut? I'm to the stage where it's usual. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've been with this hairdresser for about a year now. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a relationship. Yeah. I've been with my hairdresser for a year or so and it's going well. We're thinking of moving in together. It is a bit like a relationship in a way. So do you know her by name? Yeah, she's called Kaylee. Big shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have good haircut banter? What do you talk about? Um, we talk about uh, like what we're doing, like holidays. So cliche. It's very cliche. Yeah, I sometimes find myself getting involved in um, work, like sort of talk, like where do you work and stuff, and you talk about that, and you talk about I say things like, oh no, you know, and I finish a bit earlier than normal, so it's quite good and everything. And then I find myself accidentally sounding like a creepy stalker and saying things like, oh. So, uh, are you working this weekend? What time do you get off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't mean to sound like that. It's just I'm, you know, trying to make small talk. Hmm. They always answer though. They always say like, "Oh, I'm getting off at three, so maybe they're hitting on me, or maybe I'm hitting on them, and maybe we're both hitting on each other." Oh my god. I think you should stop that now. That sounds like a, a, yeah, a sea of trouble. Sounds like every time you go to the hairdressers, <laughs> you're just flirting like a mother. Yeah, I am, but by accident. Yeah, and then I come out realize. and realise what I've done and have to go and have a cold uh, shower. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I got caught by surprise yesterday because I was in a shop and like... I, Someone cut your hair. And they... No. <laughs> Someone cut <laughs> my hair. Just behind you. I was like, oh, that's, that'll save me going to the hairdressers in a few weeks' time. But um, talking about like what you talk about with someone in a shop, you're just buying yeah. something, and the guy just yeah. the first thing he said to me was like, "Oh, you're right, mate." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I like that." But I got caught on the back foot. I was like, "What is this a transaction or a social?" <laughs> you stepped over a barrier, pal. <laughs> and then it went into like, "Oh, um, you having a good day in that?" And and really? then it was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, you having a good day?" He's like, yeah, not too bad. I've got the uh, weekend off there, which you didn't get much in this place. And it turned into like a proper conversation. I was like, hang on. You swap numbers at the end of it. (laughs) No, but like, I was thinking, is this like, did he start this? Because that's what they're told to do. And it's all like a corporate thing. Or is he actually just being... Friendly. Oh, surely he can't do that to every customer. Yeah, That'd be I know. exhausting and take. But why did time. he pick me? You're a friendly, approachable guy. I'm an easy target. He should have just gone. Let me stop you there. I'm already going to make the purchase. This is unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. It's too cynical, though, isn't it? I feel a bit bad thinking. You know, uh, sort of dissecting that guy's motives. What if he's just nice? Yeah, it'd be I know. nicer if everyone did that. But part of me was just thinking, come on, let's just get on with the transaction. Um, also yesterday I went into a shop This is just to aside um, I was yeah. buying a brand new pair of trainers And sure. I'd already said Yeah I'll take them And he said Oh yeah just to let you know We've got a one year return policy As long as you don't wear them outside <laughs> What? And I'm just thinking about the people That would actually keep a pair of shoes For about 11 months and go Oh actually I don't like them Good job I've never worn them ever outside I think it proves a commitment to those trainers because you can't wear them outside for a year so Hmm. you buy them and you wear them inside and then when you know by by a year's gone you know that they are part of your (laughs) um, ensemble that is dedication it's like buying a packet of condoms and saying (laughs) is it like buying a packet of condoms (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) i don't don't see how this is (laughs) no it's not really but like what i'm saying is it's like saying you can return these if as long as you don't um wear them (laughs) <laughs> um, and use them inside of person. 
what if you have opened it but it hasn't been used? Uh, well i was gonna but then something killed the mood and i just put it on the side and then you'd get that embarrassing bit in the shot nah mate nah there's stuff in there you've obviously (laughs) used it you're not getting your refund you know when they have to look it over before they give you the refund they do a dna test (laughs) they'd be like yeah there's there's clearly some semen in there That happens to me a lot. I just want to return this shirt, actually. It doesn't fit. No, there's clearly some semen in that. They've got got like a UV light and they're like, no, it's sodden. It's absolutely sodden. (laughs) (laughs) That's just wrong. (laughs) It's the best way to clean your clothes. I've just got I've just got an image of him just like wringing it out <laughs> oh that's terrible oh. like because they have these little holes for the tags <laughs> and everyone that says semen <laughs> <laughs> there's a hell of a lot of uh, semen based returns in uh, the most fancy sorry I can't even talk now there's a hell of a lot of semen based returns in fancy clothes shops because if you buy something that good you're going to want to enjoy it properly (laughs) (laughs) Fred Perry shirts especially oh god (laughs) we've strayed let's cut this bit out (laughs) every section of this podcast has ended in semen orange juice from concentrate you are my best mate Orange juice from Concentrate Won't you concentrate on me? Well, that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, chapter on fashion. Remember, you can get in touch with us by all the usual ways. Facebook, email, Twitter. Get on down to our website, flat29.com slash podcast, and you'll see all the contact details there. You can also find us on iTunes if you just search for Flat29. We've actually been featured in the new and notable section of their comedy podcasts at the moment. So if you wanted to get down there and maybe leave us a rating out of five or some kind of review, that would be amazing. The next chapter in two weeks' time is going to be about video games. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Flat 29's big book of everything. Another topic down, a million's to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know. Psst, hey. If you're one of the people who listens to this bit after the podcast, then you're in for a baffling treat, as I'm just about to upload it, but Charlie's just sent me through by email an extra song he's done for this podcast, and it's very weird. So have a listen to it now and see if you can make out what he's going on about. Enjoy! One, two, three, four. Fashion was born in 10,000 BC with the invention of the fur bikini. It was killed off again about five minutes later when a caveman wore a leopard print onesie. The signature of Roman society, despite soldiers and skirts, they were really quite arty. This has been spoiled and the clothing's been soiled by students and their toga parties. Fashion, 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 it goes on forever. Fashion, 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 there's a trend, whatever we wonder. He tells the poor 
With his waistcoat a gaping and his pot of wig chafing, he created a trend that would last and last and last. In more modern times, we must seem quite mad. Every decade brings another crazy fad. Rockin' moderns and hippies and punks to the big head 80s as huge shoulder pads. Fashion, 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 fashion. It goes on forever. Fashion, 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 fashion as a trend, whatever, whatever.